0: Great advances in prison, rape, or space travel. <laughs> <laughs> the Father, the and the Holy tights. Hello and welcome to Foe I'm Will Anderson, and our uh, returning guest, Charlie C- Clawson, uh, is Felicity Ward. Thanks, Hi. Flick. Welcome Thanks. back.
1: Thanks, mate.
0: Yeah, nice. I didn't know
1: that you got people back.
0: Yeah, it's oh. all about getting people back.
1: Well, I feel pretty good then. So
0: what I'm saying to any comedians who've only been on once, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> you and are people terrible. Like you.
1: Nobody, no good feedback for you.
0: That's not true. No. I like to. I, I would like to think that this is an ongoing conversation where people are all part of like the you know the Fo Fop family now, and they will come back whenever I can have them. We are part of a rich tapestry.
1: Is that what you're right. saying? Right.
0: Well, I'm not. No, a poor tapestry. A, <laughs> a really poor, tar- piss poor <laughs> tapestry. That
1: needs heaps of people to keep it together. It's a
0: shit. Tapestry, yeah, like terrible. everyone's made a little square, but they're not joined you know together it is? very well. It's tape tapestry. Right.
1: That's what it is. It's tapestry. Yeah, it's
0: tapestry. That's what it <laughs> is. I mean, it's a podcast. That's pretty much.
1: <laughs> that is what tapestry. it is.
0: But we're in a foreign country. Like uh, it's on the road again. We're in the United of Kingdoms, mm. uh, Britain in particular, mm. London, the capital uh, of. London is. I
1: know. Like, we both had a moment. Just for a moment. I was like, I think. I think yes, so. yes, it
0: is. Some one of those tricky things where it's like they've just picked some. Wellington shit city. or Canberra, right. or
1: it's usually the shit. Sit well. Sorry. It's usually not the most popular city. I don't know. That was Felicity just oh. going, I oh, know
0: I toured to both of those places. <laughs> so I
1: should. No, well, I've never been to Wellington, but people tell me, I've had a number of people tell me that they make the best coffee in the world.
0: They have uh, probably the most coffee shops
1: mm-hmm. uh, per that, capita that, that of anywhere.
0: Not, that does not mean it's good, though. That's true. In have Seattle, you? they also have a lot of coffee shops and much of that is Starbucks. Stinky, stinky, stink. So, uh, no, well, they do. It's like, it's one of those places, very artistic, great yeah. place to do gigs. Like... Uh, I, I've done my tour in Wellington and, and love the shows there. They have a big opera house. It's not really. It's like a big theatre, but <laughs> it's um it's a brilliant room and the audiences are really smart. They've got a really artistic bench. It's quite
1: fringy, I get the understand. Like an arty, right? arty fringy Definitely. little town.
0: And um, yeah, great places to get coffee. The thing that I've noticed about being here in in London, because coffee's become much bigger here. Yes. In say the last ten years.
1: Yes, I yeah. would even say five has become right. a priority.
0: Yeah, there was like there was a time where it was just still all old school about the tea. It
1: was there was a time uh, where it was like cop it. Right. cop it, just cop it, whatever we give you, cop it.
0: And it's not called English breakfast tea; it's just breakfast tea here. It's so builders. Shut the fuck up. It's
1: builders. Builders. It's yeah. not even English breakfast. No. no.
0: Uh, no, it used to be like, you know, fuck off with your coffee. Yeah. Uh, we used to run the world yeah. and we're drinking tea. And, that's <laughs> and how the empire going.
1: was built on tea on and tea. tea alone. Exactly. Um, about... Oh, it's probably five or six years ago, I remember I went to a cafe in Hyde Park and they had an espresso machine. I was right. like, I might be able to get myself a little treat here. And what they did is they uh, poured the shot into like a shot glass, right. burnt the milk in a cup, mm. and then just poured it on top. I was like, right. you are disgusting.
0: <laughs> so uh, a lot of the coffee culture is changing here. Now they have all the big chains and brands and that sort of thing, but a lot of the good little shops are run by New Zealanders and Yes. I know. Like, if,
1: if you come in and they go, "Hello," you're like, "Gonna get a yeah, good coffee." This will be all right. But yeah.
0: I'm like, there's even a place here in Soho called uh, Flat, Flat White.
1: White. <laughs> I know all about it's it. Like, there's Lantana at Gooch Street, and <laughs> right. then there's a place in Bellsize Park, um, which I knew did good coffee, but I didn't realise the woman working behind the machine was an Australian.
0: Well, Nude uh, Espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know oh, I Kiwis I as well. So there, And there's one in Soho Square. Oh, okay. And there's one maybe in Hackney or some Shortage oh, yeah. or somewhere oh, like that. Oh, definitely
1: one in Shortage. But yeah. Absolutely <laughs> one in
0: shortage <laughs> but, yeah, it's all the Kiwis and Aussies coming over here with their coffee.
1: It's so tragic, isn't it? Yeah. You get someone, you're like, okay, where can I get good yeah. coffee? And this is the worst bit. Mm. I drink decaf. Right. <laughs> but I still want good decaf. What a loser. <laughs> oh,
0: I hate myself even more. <laughs> uh, but but you're enjoying yourself here in the United Kingdoms because you're, you're, you're now here for a while, right? I'm now
1: here for a while. I've got my right of abode, which is what kind does that of, mean? It means that I was born before 1983, and this used to be a very strong patriarchy. So, uh, my mum is English, and so if uh, I was born after 1983, I would have just been given a passport at birth. But because it was before that, uh, I couldn't get a passport because oh, it was your mum, yes, because it was my mum. You fucking serious no, I'm until 1983?
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely, when serious. did
0: they get to vote here?
1: I think it was in the 90s, mid 90s, it (laughs) wasn't.
0: Margaret Thatcher couldn't vote for herself. Yeah, that was the irony.
1: I was watching Elizabeth the other day and I went, that's that's a bitch of a situation. Like, you're queen, but women can't vote. You know, like, that is. (laughs) That's pretty fun. That's a weird double standard. I don't understand how that works. Anyway, I know it's just a figurehead the monarchy. Anyway, um so yeah, so now then. Well, I guess the
0: monarchy don't care much about voting. No. <laughs> it's kind of the whole idea of monarchy, monarchy is against the idea of voting. Yeah. They're, they're like we don't care. we don't want anyone to vote. We have everything. We want to be born into what yeah. we have and keep it. Yeah, that's it. We don't right. want elections to ha- ruin our shit.
1: But how did how did that sort of emerge simultaneously? What like you it's surprising that the the queen would have gone Excuse me. Right. Um, there's some women here, and maybe they should vote as right. well. That's how they spoke back right. then. Really straight <laughs> like, like like old decrepit English barristers. <laughs> yes, well. Mm. Like English Stadler and Waldoff. That's right. what I th- that would be. I do. love
0: the queen at some stage just sounded like rumpole of the Bailey. Yeah, or that's
1: right. <laughs> exactly. That's- You knew that's how they spoke. That's very um, historically accurate.
0: So um, uh, what is it that you like about being here? Why why do you like to be here? Well, And I ask this. I mean, I've had a delightful uh, couple of weeks here mm, and it's been, but that's about what, what um, you that's my enough of being here.
1: I came here first when I was 19 and I came here, as we've discussed, I'm from a small town, um, came here, hated it. Just hated it, hated right. everything about it. I thought it was mean, I thought it was cold, it was difficult to get around, and I don't mean just cold as in the weather, I mean cold as in uh, emotionally from right. the general public. I
0: know, you've got to respect the fact that they've just gone, the weather's cold, so we'll have an attitude to be cold as well. Yeah. They match well.
1: I, But I, I thought that that is how they actually were. Right. But that's not how they are. Oh. Um. The more I come here, the more people I know, and then as soon as you get into someone's door, like right. into their house, they're like, hey. We're the greatest people ever. It's just really difficult to get around this city, and we need to put our heads down and be mean to get where we want to go. Right. Everyone's so, just trying to get to where they need to go. Yeah. And because they're
0: So it's a kind of surprise.
1: It's very the joys much on kinder, the inside. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, whereas with New York, it has the same thing, but because they're quite sort of vociferous people, yep, they you sure. know, you they can at least communicate that right. they fucking hate you or they're staring at your tits, you know, like they will be able I to. understand. To, Whereas England, you're like, I don't know what you're feeling or thinking. You're just being very passive-aggressive.
0: That is very interesting to me that you say that because... Most of the English people I know are delightful, mm. but as a general rule, the vibe you get from people in London is, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Get back on the boat and go back to Australia. Yeah. I
1: don't need another one of you yeah. here, okay? And you are filling up. Particularly
0: in the city, there's just too many people in mm-hmm. the city of London. That's the problem. And I've noticed that being here, particularly in the first week I was here, I had I didn't really have jet lag. I just was getting up early because my body was on that yeah. sort of cycle. Um, and. So I get up at like five o'clock in the morning, it would be daylight because it's that time of the year where, you know, it's How good is a it? lot of daylight. How
1: long are the days? I love it. It's like a Although light. there
0: is something really weird about coming out of a, uh, a show at 8.45 at night and then it's like, oh no, it's still... Not day. even close to
1: setting. Yeah, not, not even... even.
0: And I've been in a dark room, drinking beer, <laughs> yelling at people, really and now like... it seems really inappropriate.
1: Now I feel, you know, you remember when a, a party finishes and you're like, no, let's stay on. They're like, no, we're going to bed. And you walk outside yeah. and the sun's been up for a while yeah. and you have to do the horrible walk of shame. It's yeah. like that. But you... I've been doing a walk of
0: shame after my show every oh, night. I'm so
1: sorry. Yeah. Even when it's good, take... you still feel bad yeah. at
0: the end. Yeah, because I've been drinking and yelling at people in daylight. <laughs> That's not right. I take my shoes off. Who I stumble. Are
1: you? Put your heels in your hand.
0: <laughs> um, it's interesting because, uh, so getting up early, this is the most amazing city in the world when there's no one in it. Mm. Like, I mean, because it's so beautiful and I've been walking around it, you know, by myself essentially. And it feels like you're in The Walking Dead or some, yeah. like, you know, end of world horror movie. Like, yeah, one of those Will Street Day of the Trippets. Right. And I'm the only person left. And all these beautiful old buildings, and you just kind of walk around these side just streets. Just you and, and history will. It's It's amazing. Mm. Like looking at buildings that are older than, know, yeah, white people being in our <laughs> country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it blows my mind. Yeah, I get it. It really does. It's
1: there. Yeah, there. there really is. Um, you. I don't get embarrassed about, like, the lack of history in Australia. We we can't help that we committed genocide when we did. We didn't. But, you know, these people did. They, well, these people Let's did. Let's be honest about Let's it. Co- it was we didn't have honestly. anything to
0: do with it. We that's, came out of that. That's true. But it was the British people who did it.
1: That's it. You are being very clear about that. Are you opening with that new show? <laughs> and how is that going for you? <laughs> But it's, it is impressive to be around that kind of history and that kind of yeah, length of time that we right. just don't have, an architecture that we just don't have.
0: Here's what I don't like. Yeah, what don't you like? Um, I'll, I mean, here's what I don't like in particular. Okay. Is that um, there is an attitude, and I used to do a joke about this in my show, but with the audiences, like, here's the thing about stand-up, is that, like, I think it's hard enough already to do stand-up, as yeah, you know.
1: It's pretty hard. It's
0: hard enough already. Hmm. Like, if we've all gathered in a spot... Like, if we've all made the decision, like, I'm, you know, let's put aside if you were just out for something and I came <laughs> in and started telling jokes. Yeah. This but is if,
1: not an outdoor event. You haven't no.
0: interrupted a party. No. Oh, you've God. all, on purpose, yep. bought a ticket to this show. Yep. And you've arrived at the show. Yeah, Just, at least for the start of the show, seem like you want to be there. Like, I understand that not everyone would like your show. Like, yeah. I'm I'm happy for people to, you know, make their own choices And you joke find that by this, joke.
1: this is like a consistent occurrence with No,
0: your but I do find that it's something that I've noticed. I used to do a thing in my stand-up where I'd say, American audiences are yes, we can, mm-hmm. you know, because you walk out on stage. That's America's overwhelming mm. sort of attitude to the world is yes, we can, even when they can't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like- Mostly, yeah, when, they mostly when they can't. Mostly when they can't. But it's like, any man can be president. Not really. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. But like any, that's the attitude. It's like, you, taxi driver, you could be the president. Yeah. We can invade that country. In fact, we're in your, still number one.
1: In your original country, you probably were the king and right. the president. But now <laughs> right. you're a taxi driver.
0: Uh, mostly because we went to war with your country. Yeah. And <laughs> Thank ruined you for everything. your oil. I appreciate it. We're number one. Yeah. Yes, we can. But that is their attitude. And I, fi- I find... I know some people find that really off-putting or they find it arrogant or they find it whatever. I love it. But I, I find that positivity. I like it. Mm. And so I always said that Australians are, yes, we can. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, the, the US are, yes, we can. Australians are, bit, you can't, which yeah, I okay. think is a very, astra- like, it's that yes. tall poppy thing. Go on. It's going, go on. Go on. Yeah, fucking see if you are that funny, you dickhead. Like, you know, Australia's the only place that someone will come up to you and say, oh, my God, you're a funny cunt. Yeah. And, and
1: that's, that's the like the highest compliment. Right.
0: And you're like, Wow.
1: That's... Thank you. A I tip, think,
0: bit a bit emotional. Right. <laughs> Thanks, man.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. He called me a funny cunt. I think you really
0: mean. And I always I have thought that England's a bit more like fuck you for trying in the first place. Okay. There's an element sometimes where people just come to the show and they're like, oh, no, no, we haven't come for comedy. I'm
1: going to stare you out. Yeah.
0: We've come to judge you. We've
1: come to break you. <laughs> right. And your spirit. <laughs> I, We've
0: just come to knock you down a couple of pegs. Yeah, that's right. Welcome oh, back.
1: Doing a couple of weeks in Soho, right. are you? I'm going to buy a ticket just to show you you're not good enough.
0: Yeah, just to it's fuck this up for you. Sold out every night? Well, I'll take a ticket yeah. of someone who would have enjoyed this <laughs> just so I can sit there and stare at you.
1: It's, I've actually brought 50 friends along. Yeah. They all hate
0: you too. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm happy for someone to make a joke-by-joke joke choice on whether I'm good or not. <laughs> I just don't understand why you would rock up to something mm. hating it. Well, If you I, hate it that much at the start, don't come.
1: I sometimes, and I don't know if this is um, something that changes with time, I find that Melbourne Comedy Festival, not Melbourne the se- itself, I find Melbourne Comedy Festival can be similar to that where it's a bit of we've heard this, this is good, now prove it. Right. Um, I found that... Uh, oh yeah, no. I found that with my shows to different extents. Adelaide usually turns up with a, we expect this to be funny, and you're either going to support that idea or disappoint me. Mm. That's so they. Can, I feel like Adelaide comes in with a, we don't see comedy all the time, but we're definitely willing to give this a go.
0: Yeah, we're just fucking wrapped you here. For a start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank
0: you. (laughs) Glad you're here. Um, Well done. Thanks for coming. Thank you for not being Clipsal. But I think also because it's a fringe festival, there is an element of, is that chair broken?
1: No, it's not. I'm a wriggler and I'm trying to sit in front of the microphone because I saw that you just twisted it. Oh, I
0: just adjusted it slightly.
1: Because I'm so small, I can't see over it at that height. Right. you're quite tall. (laughs) So now I'm sitting on my feet. Right. Uh
0: This is the DVD commentary (laughs) of the podcast. (laughs) It's a new thing we're doing.
1: (laughs) Well, otherwise it would just be like, hang on, Uh, uh, and that's it's
0: not good radio. I do think that the chair is slightly broken though, as well. So I was just worried that you're about to fall through it or something like that. If
1: it does, it will just be hilarious.
0: This podcast does not have occupational health and safety <laughs> insurance. I
1: have not signed anything
0: before I come in here. Uh, so um, there's, there's that. And but what I would say is also, I think maybe that's a prejudice I have to a certain extent as well. Because the truth of it is, in two weeks of doing shows, I've had one night where I felt like it was hard work, and the rest have been yeah. great, fun shows. And, you know, in doing any season of that length, you always have a night where you're just like, that really didn't work that as well as it has every other time. So,
1: Do you, know. you do you feel, though, that, like, in Australia that you're... Someone said to me um, that you can really enjoy a season when at least 50% of your audience know who you are. And in Australia, I would say that... 98% of your audiences know who you are. I would say probably 80% are fans. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to have a slightly different response to that over here where there'll be expats, people that have heard and plus people that have heard of you. Heard of you.
0: No, because I don't really compare it to Australia because I don't expect it to be an accurate comparison to Australia. Okay. I compare it to the US mm. where I am less well-known and there is less people at my shows who know me. But like, you, so, here it's a combination of British people and Australians who know me. Yeah. Whereas in the US, most of the shows I do, no one knows.
1: But we're me. still exotic there to an extent. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you want to be exotic, but yeah. you're not. You, we are. We're not here. We are the spawn of. There's too many fucking convicts. Australians That's here. That's correct. And we, they, you know, they created us in yeah. a better place first. Right. So of course they're going to be angry with us. Yeah. They're so
0: angry at us. They're
1: so angry at us. They're Why are you so angry?
0: We just have got to stop showing them home and away. I think that's the problem because I think every time they see an episode of Home and Away and people are like running down the beach and they're all hot and young and having sex with each other, Mm -hmm. they look at that and they go, that could have been us. That could have 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 been me
1: standing there with you. If
0: only one of my family had stolen a loaf of bread, that would be me on the beach Do you think that that
1: is the underlying thing? I do.
0: I think they're angry that they stayed in the shit place. But they could still leave. Right. But as a country... They made the biggest mistake of all time, which was all the good people should have gone to Australia and left all the shit people here. Yeah. And that would have been perfect. And then they would have been happy and tanned... And every time the sun came out, they wouldn't have to find one patch of grass that is twenty meters wide in the middle of the city and take their clothes off.
1: What I what I love is that the, that um, British people, as a whole, and this is a stereotype, can be um, you know that they're they they're civil, they're quite civil. Mm-hmm. They get embarrassed about social um, blunders right. and they don't like you know. But you get the most conservative, right wing. Chubby middle-aged man. A bit of sun comes out. Right. He's nude. He's half nude in a second. It's Shirt mad. Off.
0: Mad Mike has let himself go
1: every time. Every
0: time. And it is. It's businessmen. <laughs> yeah. Guys who are probably you know stockbrokers and lawyers and stuff like that. They're just like, oh my god, the sun has come out. It's like
1: everyone gets a hall pass to be gross when the sun right. comes out. It's like he didn't mean it. The sun was out. It's like it's the same as alcohol mm. that you can't be judged for your behaviour. When the sun comes out,
0: don't you understand, man? The, the sun was out. It was twenty
1: degrees. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. In court, I won't do it again. I promise,
0: <laughs> Your Honour. I do need to mention that the sun was out. Oh well, fine. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I thought it
1: was a rainy day. This I've has been, been a up. this has
0: been a waste of everybody's time. It's been a
1: horrible mix-up. <laughs> Take your shirt off now as consolation. In
0: fact, and then they, at the end of that scene, they flash across to the guy in the park, like with his clothes off again, and then across is the judge just wearing the wig with no other clothes. <laughs> just derobed in the park. Or middle the wig
1: the over his bits.
0: Oh, Just nice.
1: a giant, oh, yeah,
0: judge wig mount.
1: <laughs> tell
0: I, I, it to I the judge. <laughs> tell it to my gavel. Yeah. <laughs> so I um, don't like that how their change works. I don't enjoy it's confusing. One and two confusing. pence
1: pieces? Is that what oh, you're talking
0: about? So, firstly, one and two pence. What Why are the they
1: still it? Yeah. the
0: fuck is going on with that, Britain? Seriously. <laughs> it's Get rid of one and two pence. What's. It's just a pain in what's my the fucking hold ass. Up? Like, do I have to carry around a bag of change like I'm asterisk or something? Maybe
1: like, it is part of the um, self-flagellation where you can't actually be happy if you're British. Right. And so that is just another way to literally weigh you down every day. Sun's out, sure, get nude, but your pants are going to be a little bit lower because you need to carry around the extra change.
0: I just don't want to buy anything that requires change. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just annoys me. Like, I go out, like, I come home five kilos heavier than I went out. <laughs> if you look over there, the, all my change is just there on the chair. It's a lot because of change. I don't know how a, well, it was a pile three. Well, there's times. a
1: lot of homeless people, Will, that might like that change. What's funny you
0: say that for the city?
1: It's funny you say that. Oh, it's funny you oh, say well, that. You're taking
0: a time that with pile. Me, all right. That pile uh, used to be about three times that. Mm. And because here's the thing, it's also confusing, because the, the the ten the ten p and the twenty. They're, they're different shapes. They're not in the oh, right shape. Oh, darling, shapes. life is so there's, hard for you, isn't it? There's big ones and little ones oh, and they sweetie. don't. Oh, But you know what? There's no consistent fucking, just do them in a consistent order. So um, I can go, the smallest one is the smallest amount of money and then the biggest one Have you one seen is, our
1: currency? Because our dollar and our 10 cent piece are very similar. Our $2 coin is smaller and our 50 cent piece is bigger. Yeah, but bigger. they're different
0: colours. That's fine. Oh,
1: come Easy on. Easy to
0: identify. Different colours. Not when
1: you're feeling in the movies, you've got to get your change out or you're in the dark. I don't who's, know. Who's
0: <laughs> in the movies getting change out? What are you getting change out for in the movies?
1: Because I hire one of those vibrating chairs that right, meets
0: right,
1: every right. time I go. Yeah, is so you do that? Well, you're the weirdo. I widow. don't
0: know if there's actually a place. That there you can, is. is there? Yes. Really? Yeah. Or- An old establishment of some
1: kind?
0: <laughs> is it real films? <laughs> is there like... I don't know if that's there's, a real. There's no names know that know if you that's would a real recognise.
1: <laughs> no, it's look, They it's out the back of a pawn shop. I don't
0: think it's too much to ask. This is all I ask of a currency, <laughs> any currency around the world.
1: <laughs> so, currency, if you're listening. In
0: general, <laughs> is make <laughs> them readily identify. Like, the smallest one should be the smallest amount of money, and the biggest one should be the biggest amount of money. And then, if you need to go up to like ones and twos and go to the coins, like, you know, just change colour, like we did. That's fine. But
1: so their, their pound is different. Right, yeah. And actually, their one and two pence is different as well.
0: I'm happy with, you know what I'm happy with? What's your problem? Uh, Which one in
1: particular? What's your biggest problem?
0: I think the 10 and the 20. Okay. I think they're the really confused. Like, I mean, the 10 is fucking bigger than the 20. That's... There's no sense to that. So, and they've got the one and the two, which I don't need.
1: So what about what about the one and the $2 coin then, Australian, where the right. $1 is bigger and the $2 is bigger. Don't small. mind.
0: That's fine. There's only How two coins. How is that any different? It's completely different. I'm fine with the one pound and the two pound here. They're easily identifiable as what they are. But the rest of it is a fucking mess. And nobody needs that much change. <laughs> I feel it's like... ridiculous. I
1: feel like you're making it harder than it is.
0: No. It's annoying. And I don't want to know about it.
1: All right. I don't want to learn about <laughs> oh, you it. You are your taking stupid your the wall and you are going home.
0: I hate it. You I, hate it. I hate it. So, I have this big pile of change. Yeah. And I... It was
1: bigger, but you gave a yes. lot of it
0: to the homeless. Well, that's what I decided I had to start doing. It was the only way that I was ever going <laughs> to get rid of all this... Because I have often had to travel like overseas, because like, I always think I'll put in the change for yeah. good envelope on the plane, right? But then, of course, at the last minute, I forget and I pack it all in my suitcase. Your
1: wallet's already in your overhead compartment. Right. I've done that.
0: So I... Um, and sometimes I'm just lugging, like, kilos of coins out to the, the airport for this thing. So mm. I thought, you know what? There's heaps of homeless people here in London. I'm going to... Like, you know, great escape style. Every time I go out, I would just take like a handful of coins and I'll put them in my pocket Mm. and I'll just like, you know... Funnel them out. Walk around the city and just, you know, anytime someone says, have you got change? Yes, I I'll do. will like, Fuck, I fucking do. Thanks it's all for, yours. Thanks for taking it off my hands. <laughs> I'm doing you a favour. You're doing me a favour. Can you
1: tell me how this works while we're here, though? The, right. The 20 is smaller than the 10. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, dude, I don't own a fridge. Get out of my face. They
0: do have to listen to my rant. Yeah. That's the, that's the payoff. <laughs>
1: you can have as much money as right. you like, but you got to listen yeah. to a minute of, of me, me kicking off about your currency. Fucking
0: bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, but now I notice that I've started like judging because I've got a lot of change mm-hmm. in my pocket.
1: You are the secret millionaire.
0: Yeah. Who and deserves like who how much? who gets the most grants? And I'm doling it out at the end. Yeah. Or like on the end of um, Wife Swap
1: yeah. where
0: they decide who in the family yeah. gets the, yeah. the which different rules amounts you change? of money and which ones you change. Oh, my God.
1: I love that show. Um, uh, and what do you judge it on? Do people with dogs get more money?
0: Yes. Obviously. Straight away. Although sometimes, no, I judge it on the state of their dog, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you don't deserve a dog. You shouldn't have a dog. But then sometimes, if they feel like they're looking after their dog, I'm like, yeah. Okay, cool. There was a guy the other day who just had too much of a setup. Like, he had like (laughs) a radio and he had like. He had a doorbell. Right. (laughs) Okay. okay, maybe he wasn't a homeless guy. <laughs> maybe I was just in someone's apartment. Yeah, I may have.
1: It was my my Derek. He's very but,
0: poor. But he's, but I gave him some coins. He's
1: been eating beans for weeks. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, so I have, but I've really now, like, I've started, like, giving different grants as I go away. And then the other day, I took out, like, two pockets full of change, mm. and I came back with, like, a pocket full of change. Mm. I only gave away half of it. Because
1: he thought I made they didn't too many deserve judgments. Oh, it's Simon Cowell right. of the homeless world. <laughs> God, you are tough. Yeah. I'm trying to think what would other criteria be that would would hinder you from giving them more money.
0: I don't um, like if they're, um, and this is not a judgment, but if they've got a full pack of cigarettes,
1: oh, okay. I
0: don't tend to, I, I give them uh, money.
1: I usually give junkies money. I'm like, you know what, you got a shit life because oh, you have a heroin addiction and there's right. nothing good about that. And the, for the people that going, they're just going to spend it on drugs and money. It's like, well, we do as well. Right. That's exactly what we do as, yeah. as a In society. In fact, it's
0: all that old money that you used to spend on drugs and alcohol you can now <laughs> give to homeless exactly. and go, look, didn't work out for me. I'm
1: not going to do it, but <laughs> drink, so you do it, mate. <laughs> you go, go out don't and get nuts, smashed. Treat <laughs> yourself to a happy hour. <laughs> Go on, get in there. Have you? There's a, there's a.
0: I love the idea that you would give them money, but also like like one of those maps to the star homes. Yeah, it's like various happy hours around town.
1: This is a pub crawl yep. I used to do. This is a very this is a reputable establishment. Right. They will love you there. <laughs> Tell them Felicity sent you. There is a, a, a Blink One Eight Two film clip, um, and the the record company gave them all this money, and they outlined what they were going to do. for uh-huh. this. And what they ended up doing is going and getting a homeless guy. Paying him heaps of money, took him to a hotel room, showered him up, put him in like this full white tuxedo, and they take him around the town, and they just film it. There there have been a number of times where I'm like, is is it patronizing to go, dude? Here is a hotel room for the night. Go nuts. Go and have a shower, go and treat yourself. That is that's my fantasy, like that's my secret millionaire fantasy, that I would go around and just give someone like an apartment key for one night. How
0: good would that be? I um, did it by proxy during the Comedy Festival. Not quite the same thing, but I um, I, I did that gig. Uh, I don't know if you did it. It was good comics, bad gigs. Oh, or... I know what you're talking about, George anyway. McEncroft. Yeah, yeah. And, and she. so basically George ran this night where, you know, she just got a bunch of comedians to tell bad gig stories that was the whole conceit of the night so I agreed to do it but I didn't realise there was like a a fee for it It, I just thought we were you know it's the festival you know I mean I do the fan fiction show and we don't have enough money to pay people for that people come and do us a favour and um, you know, so I just expected that that's what I was doing. I was yeah. doing someone a favor. But at the end of the night, I had to take off and, and go off to another show. And she sent me a message saying, "Oh no, no, there's like $130, like you know, in the budget if you wow. if you want the money." And I said, "Oh, look, you know, just keep it for the show, or you know, because I know during the festival it's hard for people to be, you know, making shows profitable." Yeah. And she says, "No, no, I don't want to keep it." And she goes, "Well, how would you feel if I just went down to the street and gave it to a homeless person?" And I was like, I would love that. I would love that. And what I love is she gave the whole hundred, she just went up to a homeless person, she gave them $130 and she said, she said to them, she said, this is from Will Anderson. That is so awesome. <laughs> so I like the idea that at least there's one you, homeless you people get a little who bit, thinks I'm giving grants. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> he's telling his mates, he's like, you can apply. I'm sure you can apply. I don't know how I was eligible,
0: right. but... Oh. He's always been watching my work. Oh. <laughs> he loves the way that I play those... Uh, Big fan. Those uh, plastic uh, tin cans those <laughs> <as> drums.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm never rude to people that don't give me money. I wish them all well, so that must be the... That's yeah. the
0: clincher. Right. Yeah. I, I had a guy in uh, Los Angeles. um can't remember if I've ever told this story on the podcast before, but I... Uh, A lot of the time in America, um, the the thing that gets me is the food, like how big the food is. Yeah. Um, And so whatever you order, like there's normally half of it left at the end of the night. You just can't eat the amount of food. And I have a big thing at the moment. Uh, One of the, I think, the most alarming statistics in the world is uh, the fact that uh, Americans throw out half the food that they buy and Australians and uh, Brits, we throw out a third of the food that we buy. One in eight people in America don't have enough food. Half the world starves. And Americans throw out half of the food that they buy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... I, I have a big thing now about trying not to waste food. Mm. That's my thing now. It's just like don't waste food. That's You can do a little thing, just try to not waste food. And that may just be a justification for me to eat the whole piece of red velvet cake that <laughs> I did yesterday. But I didn't want to waste it. You yet. didn't
1: waste it though. It was a
0: political statement. You, you are
1: helping the hungry of the world, Right.
0: not So um, I was at a Japanese place one night and uh, – Uh, I could only get half of, you know, the food that they they gave me. And so I got the rest boxed up to take home. And on the way home, uh, there was like a homeless guy and he, you know, asked for some money. And I said, look, you know, would you like some food? And he was like, yeah, I mean, I'd love some food. And I said, well, I've just had, you know, this Japanese. It's all, you know, fresh and, yeah, delicious and stuff. You know, you can have that. Mm. So I gave him the food and I walked down the street and I was feeling so good about myself. Like, just, you know, like, I just had this sense, like, you know. The world is one. Right. You've, you've, I've done a beautiful thing. I didn't want the food. I didn't want it to go to waste. It hasn't gone to waste. Beautiful In fact, this is what we need to do. Homeless people just need to hang outside. Rather than hanging out
1: ATMs, <laughs> right. hang outside the Restaurant. Japanese to ship go, up. What didn't you finish?
0: Yeah, I'm here. Right. <laughs> just with a napkin already <laughs> in their neck, a little stable table. <laughs> oh god, right. I love stable tables. I miss mine. Sorry. So uh, I gave him, and so I put my headphones on, and I'm walking down the street. And I hear this guy yell out. No. Where do you think this is going? What do you think is going to happen? Oh,
1: I think he's going to say, you got me leftovers. Am I an animal? I'm not a vacuum cleaner. And where is the extra soy
0: sauce? So close to what happened. He didn't uh, have a go at me. I thought he was going to shout out and say something nice to me. I thought he was going (laughs) to shout out and say, just... Thanks, mate. You know. You're one in a million. You're the greatest human being that's ever lived, and you've changed my life.
1: I've never met anyone like you. I'll tell my friends.
0: I assumed that this was going to be a highway to heaven type moment. You were going I... to
1: write in one of those books, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. This right. is going to be one
0: of those Not stories that he was going to be that guy. Uh, yeah. You know, he was going to be like that homeless guy who became the. <laughs> and the guy that gave it to me was right. Will Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted. The origin story. Yeah. Uh, he yelled out. Uh, you didn't get any chopsticks, did you? Oh, that is <laughs> <was> awesome. Like, <laughs> That's not far off soy sauce. Right. It was like, he wanted chopsticks. And there was part of me that was like... What am I, a brute? I'm supposed to eat this sashimi with my hands? I mean, but the thing was, it was fucking avocado rolls. You can eat those with your hands. I, there was part of me that was like...
1: Like a nori roll.
0: Yeah, it was just like little avocado omaki rolls. Like, you just fucking pick them up with your fingers and eat it with your hands. I
1: eat them with my hands. Right.
0: All right. Yeah. La-dee-da, up mr homeless me. person you don't...
1: Oh, I didn't so realize funny.
0: <laughs> didn't realize that Esther Blumenthal was on the streets these days but <laughs> oh dear but it is I, I think with a homeless like I mean I I hesitate even to tell those sort of stories because you know like you don't want to be seen as someone who's making fun of and yeah oh,
1: obviously you know
0: people who are in a terrible situation yes. and most of the time are probably suffering mental illness of some 80% kind.
1: 80%, I think, of Australians that have homeless uh, that are homeless that suffer from a mental illness. Yeah. So that's a pretty high statistic. I know what you mean. I've, I also have a story where there's a there's a guy in Sydney who used to get on the bus all the time, and he was... Um, I'm not sure if he was homeless. He was definitely of the city, and he was destitute. And I would imagine that he had a, a severe mental illness or a couple. And he used to get on and kind of terrorise people. Right. And that's why I didn't... I didn't like him as a person, but I also understood that he probably had a very difficult journey to get where he was, and he was probably like 60 or something. Anyway, he was also very funny. So he gets on the bus, and everyone's like, oh, no, that guy. And he goes straight up to the bus driver. He goes, I don't have any fucking money. And he just gets on. So you automatically know that it's going to be a good ride. (laughs) And then so everyone is just all of a sudden looking away, going, please don't sit next to me. Please don't sit next to me. And he's looking around for who's going to be his next victim. And he sees an Asian guy, which is not uncommon Uh, in Sydney. And he goes, see that guy? That's Dr. Wong. He's my doctor and he's a pedophile. And everyone's
0: like. Oh, God, make it stop, make I mean, it stop. I've got to be honest with you. I thought he was going to go more racist and he's flipped it to pedophile. He flipped I it mean, to pedophile,
1: no, I you know. You It's the old switcheroo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Classic joke technique. And then, of course, of course he sits next to me and I'm looking out the bus window as hard as I possibly right. can and he's like, do you like pigs? And I went, what? And he goes, do you like pigs? Because I went pig shooting last night killed some cops and i went oh, yeah, did you he's like yeah I fucking hate pigs i'm like oh god i don't know how to be the good guy in this situation so this went on for ages and then and he sort of got closer and closer and angrier and louder right. and no one's helping a brother no, out dear god they're
0: not no, not at all Oh, no, you're on your own i am so on my own we
1: are one but we are many but right now <laughs> you're fucking boy
0: you're you so are right.
1: yeah the lone ranger so I, I got to the point where I'd kind of had enough, and he goes, do you know who I am? And I went, no. And he goes, I'm the King of Jordan. And I went, are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm the King of Jordan. And I went, well, if you're the King of Jordan, then what are you catching the fucking bus for? And then he went, oh, bah!" Oh. And everyone, I could see everyone go, I'm sorry, but that was really good. But right. I'm sorry I didn't sorry. help you. Can't. And then he started babbling and then he, then he got off. And the bus inspectors, I think this was the same trip. It might have been another one. The bus inspectors got on and he just stuck his finger up at them as they walked past like, I'm not showing you my ticket. It was, there's something quite admirable about it.
0: Oh, I mean, I think there's something very liberating.
1: Liberating. You know, it's about- like shitting yourself in public.
0: Sure,
1: <laughs> you should try it. Well,
0: I know people on this podcast know, and I've made this very, very clear <laughs> that if I ever shit myself in public, that I am going to walk into the ocean. That's oh, my, that's the that's, end. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my breaking point. Shit myself in public. That's it. Walk straight into the ocean.
1: <laughs> and never. And put rocks in, in your pockets. Put rocks English in currency in your
0: pocket. I will fill my pockets what? with English fucking ridiculous. Train down
1: to Brighton. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Currency mm. And I will walk into the fucking ocean You're right Yeah, can't do it
1: Someone End of my world Wow
0: Can't handle it Well, I have irritable bowel syndrome So it's I wouldn't leave the house I'd become a bubble person
1: <laughs> it's It creates some um... I
0: think about like how much coffee I'll drink before I go for a walk Yeah Like I just, any factor The idea of going to India <laughs> I like, Oh my god like, like...
1: Do you eat a lot of Mexican in LA? Yeah,
0: yeah I do Right, but I'm vegetarian, so oh, you okay. don't mostly. That's one of the great joy and maybe that's part of the reason that I am vegetarian. You're is I don't meat. like mystery meat.
1: Yeah, I'm right. terrified of
0: mystery meat. There's not a lot of stuff that's vegetarian that will, yeah, you know, fuck you up. Yeah,
1: apart from like a combination
0: of beans, very strong beans. Yeah, I'm not even a big bean person. Like what you in eat? general, like a mushroom an eggplant. I don't know. I think I think beans are like I, I feel like beans are. An ingredient that I think would go into my danger zone of having to walk (laughs) into the ocean. Like anything that is a pathway to walking into the ocean. you thought about this so much? Oh, constantly.
1: Because I have IBS, I've had to think about it my entire life. And I am, as a consequence of that, uh, Melbourne, I can tell you heaps of good places and good toilets to use. Right. And I've actually thought about starting a blog of good toilets in different cities.
0: That'd be a great blog. Like good public toilets.
1: Or a Tumblr. A A (laughs) Tumblr. Yeah. I was. What is the difference?
0: <laughs> no, it's a well, Tumblr is a blog. I was like, oh, I definitely, don't know. no, definitely a Tumblr. Though, yeah, a Tumblr yeah, a Tumblr.
1: Yeah, Tumblr, or a WordPress. Right. No.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So, the, so the David Jones, if you're in Sydney, the David Jones on the second level is to die for. Right. And it's the perfect toilet for many reasons. One, carpeted floors, so sound absorption. Also. Opens it, it's it's only carpeted in the lobby of the toilet. The actual cubicles have tiles. Okay, good. So on top, I don't of, want
0: carpet in the bathroom. No. We were just discussing this about the yeah. bathroom in the apartment with, uh, that I'm staying in here. Who has kissed on this floor? Sam Simmons.
1: Yeah, Sam T- Simmons. Sam Simmons almost definitely on this floor.
0: <laughs> I know Sam stayed here, so right. that's yeah. like, that yeah. I always think about everything that I do in this, like <laughs> when I'm in the bed, you know when Sam I'm wherever, has done that. I'm like, Sam was That is in so this
1: adorable. Bed.
0: So, um, I, uh, but it has carpet in the, in the bathroom on the floor, yeah. which I, you know, has made me concentrate certainly on going to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, and also I'm. I'm Light saying,
1: on every time. Every
0: time, no guesswork. Yeah, no. There's carpet. <laughs>
1: no animation. Be respectful. Or sitting down. <laughs> don't
0: just it. don't just listen for water here. <laughs> water. This is a precision.
1: Fingers crossed. <laughs> for one hand. Fingers crossed. <laughs> the other one, obviously, hand on the job. Um, so the David Jones right. toilet. Yep. Um, tiles in the cubicles. Carpet in the lobby. There is a lobby, which is nice. Now this is imperative.
0: By the way, that sounds like uh, some sort of sexual you know, description, you know. Oh,
1: Carve it on the lobby, Carve you know on what I mean. on the, the We're 12 yeah, years old. Right. Um, and then they have uh, music playing, which is an imperative what to sort any. sort of music? Ca- classical, just some easy listening. Right. Basically, Women in particular, and I don't like to do. Hey, the difference between men and
0: women. There are some differences between men and women, That's and I true. don't feel like that. Just because doing cliche material about the differences between men and women should preclude us from making any observations about Thanks, the, the inherent differences between men and women. Thanks,
1: mate. I feel really supported now. I All appreciate. Right, let's,
0: that. This is a safe environment. This
1: is a safe. You route. know what?
0: Women like that.
1: No, no, no. Women don't like. Going, women don't like um, hearing other people hearing them go to the toilet. Oh yeah, at I all.
0: understand. Like it's at that all. classic thing of like turning the taps on, turning taps bathroom. on,
1: putting a lot of toilet paper in the sure. bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh right. oh yeah, that's... yeah yeah yeah. Okay. A lot. Right. You can make it practically. Um, you can. It's like putting a silencer on a gun.
0: That's a great idea. Yeah.
1: It's like a. It's it's the biggest softest splash mount ever.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that.
1: That's a technique. Um, you'll hear a lot of coughing. Sometimes I will be, I will be like, desperately need to go to the toilet. Mm. Um, it will be a public place. Right. Uh, not everyone will do both things in a public place. Sometimes I don't have a choice. I'm being very sure. candid about this, and I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I apologise to the listeners. It's a safe space. Is it? Well, at the moment it is until it goes to air or gets p- uploaded onto the um, internet. So um, I can be busting.
0: Get- <laughs> sorry. La- Lawrence Mooney talked about his love of rimming on this podcast. All right, I'm fine. And he still is hosting a television show. <laughs> The ABC. so I think... Maybe I think, it's a yes, good so. thing. Yeah. Maybe I should go into more detail. It might be a career.
1: So I can be busting, get into the toilet. They'll only... If I'm in a bad toilet, which is two cubicles and a line outside. Okay, yeah. Like, that's worst-case scenario. Uh-huh. I can get in there. Someone will sit next to me. Mm-hmm. I will hold until they've left because okay. I do not want them to know that I've gone in and them hear me. However, the funniest thing that you can hear as a woman going to the toilet is... The footsteps of someone that is in some kind of hurry. They sit down. They think they're just doing a wee, and a fart comes
0: out, oh, and yeah. it
1: is <laughs> such a great sound. And it, you can hear them go oh. Straight <laughs> after they go oh, and <gasps> oh then the wee will stop
0: right. because they're so, so embarrassed that shit is coming out of their body. No, not even not even when I said shit, I yeah. meant
1: unexpected stuff. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's that gives me a lot of joy. And I'm why sorry. do
0: you think it is? That we are so... And I mean, because I am, Mm. so uh, I'm speaking about myself as well. But why do you think that we are so weird about the things that we all have in common? Because it's always... The things that we have in common, you know, things like going to the bathroom or things like, you know, masturbation or sex or those sort of things that everybody basically does mm. uh, seem to be the things that were always the weirdest about talking about. Yeah. yeah. We're so happy to share, you know, the opinions on radio and those sort of things about the things that we don't have in common. Yeah. Like, completely different positions on things and people will share them publicly.
1: I think that uh, maybe like with laughing, that it's such a state of vulnerability. Right. So... Uh, um, sex and, I mean, you know, like we and poo. It's, it's, poo is pretty gross.
0: It's gross. Like, no doubt but, about it. <laughs> Terribly designed. That's
1: probably a oh, terrible design. It doesn't <laughs> even come in a packet. Right. Um, you. I'm oh, sorry. I just got an image there. Come <laughs> I'm clip-sealed. Anyway. That's what I meant. But you could, at least
0: if it was like that, maybe you could actually... That would... That feels like, and this will sound like a racist thing to say, but I swear it's not a racist, racist. thing to Racist? I want to know where this is it going. It just sounds like something that they will come up with in Japan. Japan, yeah. You okay, know? Sure. Like there'll be a toilet, and you'll get in, and it, there'll just be a bag there on the toilet, and you do your business, and then you get up and it just clips.
1: You know what it'll be? It'll be like a mesh covering uh, over the actual bowl, and right. you'll sit down, and right in the middle there will be like a drawstring um, bag that is loosely hooked onto the mesh. Yeah. And then when you finish when you stand up like an automated flush that will happen that will clip it off yep. and then it, in a biodegradable gr- but the thing is once it's in the toilet it doesn't matter
0: right but i assume that like being japan they will then sell that in vending machines
1: right? yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was definitely racist
1: that was absolutely uh, racist. um so where were we oh why well, we were embarrassed about yes. it um i i the the Excrement, I kind of understand because it's, it's cause disgusting. It's, just gross. it's pretty gross. Yeah. But having said that, when you speak about it with friends, like I did a summer camp right in America, and I didn't know that I was capable of eating that much, and we right. ate a lot there. Sure. Um, but That was we, one of the
0: activities, right? That was one. It was yeah. yeah lunch, competitive eating.
1: Two unit yeah. eating. <laughs> um, two unit lunch, and so it got to the point when we were like weeks in, and we were going crazy because we were looking after kids for. 24 hours a day, six days a week, get one day off. And we were doing these gigantic shits. And I know, but it was so, like someone mentioned it once as a joke and we were like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. It's like... like, people, we would, and we were streaming with laughter talking right. about it. Sky. One, going, how can anyone that small make something that big? Right. And they were, you know, confident
0: shits, yeah. really confident. <laughs> they were American. They were American. Yes, they, we, yes can. we can. <laughs> no, no second guessing. <laughs> yes, we
1: in the can. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm out, drops <laughs> Mike. Um so once people do start talking about it, it's actually a massive it's a it's a huge bonding experience in the right environment. Of course. as for sex, I think that there is I understand why people are weird talking about that because there are because there's a lot of weird shit that people really like. And it's it's hard enough saying that to someone in the bedroom that you're about to have sex with. Right. Going, hey, how do you feel about this? That's fun. And then they face drops and they go ashen and they look like they're about to be sick. That is why it's difficult, I think, to talk about that stuff.
0: How many people do you think go through their lives
1: not doing not doing, doing
0: something that they heaps, want to do just heaps, based on the fact that they don't have the courage to ask?
1: Heaps, and I think that. You have to be... Well, you don't have to be.
0: By the way, none of those people are Lawrence Mooney.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He has asked for everything. (laughs) And he still drinks the shame away from Um, them. Do you reckon there's things that you uh, haven't asked for?
0: Oh, I'm not a very big asker at all. Really? Luckily... You're just
1: very grateful.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Extremely grateful. (laughs) Um, No, 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 because I... I don't know why, but I I do uh, have a... I find it very easy to talk about it in this sort of context. Mm. But in that sort of you know intimate environment, like you're saying, you're with someone, that you're very vulnerable. Like, you know, um, I have... I don't think there's anything that I really um, have wanted to try that I haven't got to try. Because occasionally, you know, every now and then, you're just with someone where... They go, how about this? You're like, oh,
1: thank God. Thank God.
0: Yes. Yes, Right? Or... It just happens. Yes. Which like is rare, but sometimes you know, just it just it all just happens, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is great. This is what we're doing. <laughs> great. Fine. Yes. We, apparently we don't. Have, I assume. I assumed if we were going to do this, there'd be a conversation of A safe word, like, safe word or something that we're nothing to agree
1: on. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, this is. You just got onto the freeway and you didn't know.
0: Right. Because I think that in my head there's there's, there's two very different me's, and. And they sometimes sit uncomfortably side by side. Right. Because there is definitely a part of me that in my head has this, like, wonderful idea of, like, you know, I'm an okay. artist and, like, I can fuck whoever I want. And I can get up in the morning and take drugs and I can yes. do shows and I can do whatever I want. And no one tells me what to do. Fuck you. I play by my own rules. and. Just because society says that doesn't mean that I happen to be like that.
1: I'm Will fucking Anderson. I'm right. Will fucking Anderson. Right. right.
0: I don't normally finish it with that. You but should. <laughs> don't you, though? Don't you? Later on, you'll see me leaning out that window, just shouting at a <laughs> No <London>. shirt
1: on. <laughs> shit spread across <laughs> your chest. I'm Will fucking Anderson. I didn't do it in a bag. How do you feel?
0: It's my brave heart,
1: It's... <laughs> 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 and they're like, steal a loaf of bread, fuck off and go home.
0: Oh. oh the headlines in the papers, they say Adam Hill's spotted, covered in shit.
1: That's the best time to be recognised as Adam Hill. Oh. And then what's the other Will Anderson?
0: Uh, is someone who... Gets up in the morning and does my work and always turns up on time to gigs and think like, you know, is like, well, if I am going to do a show, I've got to make sure that I can do a good show mm. and that tries to, you know, be a good person and, like, do things that, you know... And, like, be respectful of people that I've... Like, you know, so if I'm uh, so... I mean, without wanting to go into this too much... Um, You know, uh, people who listen to the podcast regularly know that I've had a long-term on-and-off relationship and for a while it's been in the off position. Um, You know, to to the point where it would be appropriate for me or her to date. Right. But I just have found that a very... Because it's like I don't want to hurt anybody and Mm -hmm. I know I'm not in a position where I could, you know, offer someone... uh, you know, like, I couldn't go into something so fully I, going, hey, you I know. I'm an open
1: heart an and open an open author. Right? Yeah.
0: And so there's another part of me that kind of, like, I am I know there's been a couple of situations where I'm pretty sure all the other person wanted was, like, to hook up. Right. But in my head, I played it through way too far. and I was yeah. like, I just don't want to hurt you. And I'm, they're like, you won't. I don't even like you. Penis in China. I that's, yeah, it, really. that's it, really.
1: <laughs> I, I don't like your personality that right. much, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I don't think that either of those have to be mutually exclusive. I still think that you can be all... I can think you, you can be all of those things at the same time. Sometimes
0: you can. Sometimes With the you right can. person or the right c- circumstance or if everything's cool, you can. Yeah. And I think that you could more often if you were willing to just state, you know, to people honestly... Yes. ...how you feel and what you believe and that sort yes. of thing. Rather than make all the stories up in your own mind
1: so do you feel like you bring too much backstory into the bedroom do you feel like you're like going in with
0: yeah. Oh, no. uh, guys i've made some notes yeah look this is how i imagine
1: i've got a whiteboard right. like like basketball <laughs> halftime. And you're like we're gonna do this play we're gonna do that play imagine if you did that imagine if you had a time table of like all right this is what i've planned for the next hour of sexual escapades mm. we're gonna do 45 minutes of foreplay and you're like whoa time out already too much but, no, I don't know.
0: Here's, here's what I think would work. Okay. Um, you know, like, speed dating nights? Yeah. Um, where you, like, you do the speed dating thing. And then, uh, basically, I think the way that it works is that if you only get in contact if you both say, hey, we want to get in contact. Yep. Otherwise, you just, you know. Yeah. It doesn't happen, right? There should be... Okay,
1: I think I know There should going. be
0: something like that for sex. Sure. Where, at the start, there's a list of all the things that... Y- you're yep. willing to do yep. right and so you tick the ones that you're like that's into, fantastic right but it only shows up on the other person's thing yep. if
1: also, yeah if you're both
0: they also yeah if you're both into right. it
1: that's really great
0: so it's kind of a sort of thing of going they don't like if if, they, if you tick i want to like you know be tied up and painted yellow
1: yeah
0: um and they don't want that it doesn't show up on theirs that you tick that but, so oh, you get okay. to keep your pride, Okay. but if you're both into it, it, it shows up and you're like, oh, thank God, I've got brutal. all this yellow. But how paint. do
1: you come up with the? I've got all this yellow. paint? <laughs> you are not going to believe this. I was on a Dulux ad, and guess how they paid me. Um, but, but what if there's like really specific ones? The other person and you, have, you they, the other person might not have ever thought of that. Is right. there an other section, a wild card section, right. maybe where you get like three things that you go, hey, have you ever thought of this? And they go. I, I haven't and I don't want to or I haven't but I'm into it
0: hmm, that's a good question there'd
1: have to be an addendum because you, right. you all you know you know yourself what you want I understand
0: what you're saying yeah um, look i you know this is the first time I've come up with this idea we might need sh- a few we might need a few more <laughs> look, meetings but I think okay. it's a reasonably I that's mean it could be good. it could be an app
1: it could be an app,
0: alright. I mean, actually, that could be a good app. You shut up about this, write it down, no, copyright it This stated. episode is never going to end. Ever,
1: <laughs> until the app is patented
0: and available on iTunes.
1: That would be a good app. It's a great like app. Like a
0: sexual compatibility app. Yes. And you can both put it in and it just takes all the... Yeah. Oh, my God. But
1: then sometimes you're into something, but you don't, know, like, there might be something that you are into, but you don't particularly feel like it that night.
0: Right. Well, that's fine. You yeah. still have the right to say no. It's not a legally binding contract. No.
1: Is not it well See, this is where you see how I am the same as you in that I have the no. That's not part of the rules. Right. And I'm also incredibly competitive. So I'm like, that's not on the rules. So we're not doing it. I'm really competitive. That's interesting.
0: How did you play Monopoly as a child? Are you a Monopoly player?
1: Yeah. I'm. A, any game I play aggressively. Right. Yeah. And I am a stickler, and I don't like cheaters, and I am a. Terrible loser, and I don't play pool for that reason because I'm really bad at pool.
0: Right.
1: Because um, when I don't, when I'm losing really badly, I'm like, oh, this is fun, isn't it? You can't. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Is that play. right? Bowling is and the only thing. And then do you
0: snap th- the pool cue in half and start <laughs> stabbing people? Because that's what it. No, with my rage, face, I, just...
1: lift, I lift. I the pool table up with my rage and yeah. I flip it over. Bowling <laughs> is one of the only games that I play that I'm inconsistent at. That right. I will still play because because it's
0: not a real sport.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, it, but I'm talking board games. Yeah, like I'm competitive no, no, I understand that.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, as an adult. I was it as a child. I was <laughs> as a child, but I was, I'm not so as an adult. You're
1: saying that you've grown up?
0: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, all right. But it was at uni. I, I know exactly when I, I grew mm-hmm. up. I had this friend at university called uh, Craig Bradshaw, one of the best blokes you will ever meet in your life. Just a genuine stand up. Like, nice guy.
1: Yeah. Decent
0: like, bloke. Just a really, yeah, but a proper bloke. Yeah. You know, I sort of bloke who'd like a beer or a couple of beers to celebrate something that happened, but, you know, no more than that. He yeah. wasn't a big drinker. Still played competitive basketball on a Tuesday. And we were just, you know, really good friends. We are quite different people, but, you know, just had a, a good friendship and lived together for years. Like, you know, just really got along like a house on fire. And, uh, but he was so competitive right. like so we used to play like yeah we just go and play basketball at lunchtime we'll play tennis at lunchtime and it always would become this thing and i just realized that i just didn't really care that much about winning sure so, like and it was re- really interesting because up until that point i would have thought that i was competitive or i would have described myself as competitive but i was just like this is
1: not important enough it's not important yeah, anymore
0: okay. um but the reason i brought up monopoly is did you know that we've been playing it wrong do, do, how did there's, there was just a big thing. This blogger went through all the rules of Monopoly and most people play Monopoly wrong and have oh. been playing Monopoly wrong the whole like time. Like what? So when you land... Am
1: I ready to have my whole world destroyed?
0: Like this is seriously like oh the fucking sixth sense. Should
1: we have... Like um, this
0: podcast...
1: I could drink again. That's directed, what you saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, is, I,
0: have, I have some vodka in the freezer. Excellent. That's my this drink of choice. Be all right, where it comes from.
1: Stand by because this could be a right. world verse.
0: In fact, if it, if it goes really badly for you and you do drink the vodka... You can take as much loose change off that pile for your new life on the streets of London. <laughs> so uh, when you get onto a property, if you don't want to purchase the property, the rule is actually, because most people play then, you just move on, right? It's the next person's turn. If you don't want to buy the ho- like you don't want to, you land on Park Lane, you don't want to buy it, you move on, Right. That's not the rule. What That's you not what, how you're meant to play Monopoly. That's why Monopoly games go forever. What do you mean? But you're not meant to do that.
1: What are you supposed
0: to do? When you land on it, if you don't want to buy it, it's then auctioned amongst the other players. So you can bid on.
1: I actually have a feeling that I have played it like that before. That's
0: the real way to play it.
1: Okay. I don't feel...
0: Like you, you, the complete moron. Mean.
1: No, I feel like that has happened. Right. I don't feel like I've played that every time, no. but I've got. A but p- you played those. Rules. I have a at recollection of that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've got a really anal retentive um, extor- next door neighbor that we played like that with.
0: Right. Okay. The one who knew the rules. The one who knew the rules. One, one who played it the real way. Yeah. <laughs> one who was looking down their Monopoly nose at everybody else. Exactly.
1: Because I'm so competitive. Because my fear is that I, uh, my greatest fear is that other people think I'm stupid or wrong. So. Right. Uh,
0: it, so you uh, you disprove that by being stupid and wrong, stupid
1: and wrong every <laughs> single time, um, or avoiding things that I would be stupid and wrong. Right. And also, I hated I hated when I was a kid saying you can't do that because you're a girl. Okay. So I am just you know like you put me in a, a physical sport. And I, I might not have the skill, but I have all the enthusiasm of someone that's really good at it. I can, no, but I
0: get that. That, that to me, makes complete sense. Yeah. Because that is you just... Like, you know... Yeah. Because you were told that. You're like, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Like, I, I get that.
1: Yeah. So, that with that stuff, I... And I... Yeah. So, I didn't want to do... I always wanted to be able to do everything that the boys could do. And I... <laughs> there, was one, <laughs> there was one incident in particular where my dad was, uh, like... Play wrestling with my two older cousins and uh-huh. their boys, and I'm like, I want to wrestle. They're like, No, you won't. You'll get hurt. And I'm like, I want to wrestle. Like, you can't. You're gonna get hurt. And I was about five, right? And then I kept going and going and going and going because I'm very stubborn as well. And they're like, Fine. A minute into it, and <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> like I'm textbook. I'm the worst. Right. That's yeah. I hate myself.
0: I think that um, a lot of my career uh, has been. Uh, Based on just proving someone wrong. Like, I, you know, it's, I had so much hatred for so many years, and people have heard me talk about this before, but I had a a teacher. I've only ever been um, uh, threatened to be sued twice in uh, my entire comedy career, which I think is actually pretty good. Mm. And both times... Uh, For the amount of smack you talk about other people. Exactly. Damn straight. No fucking rules. I'm Will fucking That's Anderson, the- I'm Will motherfuckers. i
1: Will Open the window. <laughs> Open the window. <laughs> uh,
0: only twice. Both times by people I went to school with. Really? Yeah. So once I told a story by... Uh, like uh, I, I thought was a true story about someone and they uh, disagreed. and the, But the way that I told the story was it wasn't ever meant to mock them. I thought even in sharing that story, it was like a fun story that they would enjoy hearing on the radio, even if they heard it. Turns out I got one of the facts wrong, and I've right. been mistold the story or something. Right. So that was. it. But we sorted it out, and you know we've got back in contact now, and everything seems to be fine. The other one was a school teacher uh, whose name I don't mention anymore because she threatened to sue me after I talked about her on Rove, and uh, she she was the one who told me you're not funny and you're never going to be funny. Right. And I still often think that Before how much of stage. it how much of it yeah. has to do with me just going fuck you can't
1: be funny huh fuck that? you just selling her, sending her the ticket sales from Soho theater and all that's London. what i should do through, <laughs> just back it through to the school that she's at
0: attention mrs Sandra. They don't invite me back to my school they don't for invite me reason? back to my school for that reason oh. because i talked about it on Rove. and they had a i only found this out this year they had an assembly <gasps> the day after to say to all the children that you shouldn't be like me like the whole school they had a school assembly to say you shouldn't be like Will you, because I told a true story gen- about a horrible teacher. you were right. almost
1: invited back to do the uninspirational story, right? You're the, the demotivation. I'm
0: banned from my school. Christ, isn't that, that insane? That
1: actually, that's ins. That hurts. Yeah. That's insulting. <laughs> no, it is. I uh, <laughs> the high school that I went to for the last two years of my um, schooling life was amazing, and it was a performing arts school. Okay, great. It was the best. We so not a real school. Well, fuck you. Um, I came sixth in the state in drama. It's not a big deal.
0: Right. Um, so that's not a real subject either, though, drama. Isn't it? No. Isn't it? Not. No. Really? Anyone can do drama.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've had an 18 fucking year comedy career. You know I've got who, no qualifications. You know who you
1: sound like? You sound like your teacher, Will. <laughs>
0: huh? No, I didn't say you couldn't do it. I'm the opposite of my teacher. I said anyone can do it. She was like, you wow. can't do it. I was like, this... anyone can do it. I pour
1: my heart out to you. <laughs> and you, you, you're calling me a drama queen. You're basically... <sighs> yeah,
0: they were your words. They weren't my words.
1: I felt it. I felt it. No, hungry. no, I
0: wasn't I wasn't really judging you. Anyway,
1: I don't care if you were. I had a great no. time. So we did normal school from 8.30 to 2.30, and then 2.40 to 4.40 every day we did two hours of acting or whatever it right. was your chosen stream. Okay. It was the best. It changed my life because I'd come from a selective school which just focused on academics, and um, they didn't really love acting, and that's what I wanted to do. Mm. So when I left the school... The, and you know, websites websites were coming to the forefront in the uh, late nineties. Sure, um, they had an alumni page and was like, "This is what everyone's up to." Right. And so I was like, "Oh, well, it'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. A couple of you give it a couple right. of years, and then it sort of uh, things started uh, going okay. Not anything really worth putting on an alumni page, but I.
0: But were there sort of people from there who were doing things that were worth putting on an alumni page? Yeah. Right. Totally. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and as I said, like, Nikki Webster went there and Sarah Hare, um, Sarah Murdoch. Um, anyway, so I got this sketch show in about 2004 or 2005, 2006 that went to air. And I was desperate to get on this fucking alumni right. page. Get on the list. I was, And I'd been emailing them like i'd emailed them You'd I, email this them. is how desperate oh, i was no. it's tragic this is tragic it's so tragic, this is, tragic. <laughs> 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 this is this is how desperate i am for approval for right. people to say you did a great job we acknowledge you any opportunity that there is for me to be acknowledged in as far as my career that is what i want
0: well i would just take this moment in this story to point out to everyone that they can rate the podcast on itunes <laughs> And if you want to write really nice uh, messages about how good a guest Charlie Flizzard is, that would be the perfect (laughs) opportunity. She wasn't begging for that, but it does seem like she was kind of. No,
1: school was was a really, it was really important to me. No,
0: I understand. But also, at that stage in your life, particularly if you're someone who's interested in performing and that sort of thing. And look, I I say this, I was joking about it, but I say this all the time. When you first start out, the thing that you're dealing with the most is that every time you walk on stage or every time you try to do one of those things, you're dealing with the doubts that you can do it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you want this to be your life but you know you're going oh please can this still, be my life still I, have want, that. <laughs> I want this to be my life yeah but the, i mean but you hopefully get to a point where you go okay this is my life
1: yeah i'm at i'm you at know. this is my life but i still bring some doubts occasionally
0: right okay. but there's a point when you first start where every gig could be your last gig you know yeah. every time you walk on stage could be the last time you go on stage and yeah. that is uh, you know when people talk about you know because uh, you know obviously i've been doing some stuff in america and they're like is it like starting again and I said, it's like starting again without that bit. Yeah. Which I right. think is the most terrible bit. Yeah. The bit that makes you think every time you're on stage and it's not going, well, fuck, I should have stayed at uni. Yeah. Fuck, I should be a journalist. Oh, my God, I've let down my entire family. This is terrible. That teacher was right. She was right.
1: Fuck her. Fuck her. So... This this sketch show happened, right? Yep. And it was on TV, and I wrote to them, and they never got back to me. Never? And that was like... They didn't even get back to you. They didn't get back to me. I was like, okay, that's the last email, Felicity. That's enough. Right. It's desperate. It's tragic. Yeah. So this is 2005. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: I get an email last year.
0: Oh, here we go.
1: Get ready. And I haven't been checking the website. I don't know if I'm on the alumni page. Sure. I've put that part of my life behind me, Will. I'm a grown-up now. Right. (laughs) I love it. I get an email from my manager saying... Your old school has been in contact and they want you to come back and do the end of year speech at speech night. And so I did it last year and it was so awesome. I was, I can't tell you how excited I was to go back and, and give the speech. Right. And I just, because I loved the school as well so much and it was so adorable. And it was the best bit was there was one bit that I thought was going to be like the people really think about it. You know, I thought it was going to be the thought provoking yep. moment. And they, shat themselves with laughter. I was like, all right, I read the room wrong on that one.
0: Free joke though. Free joke, free joke, Uh, yes. How long was the speech? Ten minutes. Uh, What did you go for, like, in mix of, like, pathos and funny and, like, what was your mix?
1: So the mix was... a combination it started off with what my experience was like at the school uh-huh. what i loved at the school a lot of recogni- recognition laughter because right. they're all still little like doing, jazz hands you
0: were doing some good local
1: a lot of like, a lot of good solid local <laughs> yeah 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 um, a lot of chat about kilts and tam o' shanters. they're like be right. there sister uh, got uh, the yeah. matching blazer she
0: knows what we're talking she, about yeah. she
1: <laughs> a lot of high fives around the front oh, right yeah. <laughs> Mrs. But, Mark but, knows what but I'm talking about. We jazz hands. But with jazz, hands. jazz hand, High-fiving with one hand, jazz hand with the other. <laughs> Worst Alanis Morissette song ever. <laughs> I've got one hand on my jazz hand and the other one's giving a high-five. Um, and then it moved into leaving school and not having any tools to know how to convert acting from school into uh-huh. a career.
0: Right, something they all must, you know.
1: That they're going to face and and then and there was a lot of that because it wasn't until I was 28 that I got into stand up and I sort of talked a little bit about that but I also made the point that a career is a takes a really long time yeah. and if it is a career then it will go for a very long time and it's not if it happens the first 2 years when you leave school that doesn't necessarily mean that it will be like that for the rest of your life so it was a combination of i work really hard To make opportunities for luck to happen to me—that's sort of my theory and how I Um, work—and so I passed that on. It it was—it was—it wasn't sobering, but it wasn't like everything's great, life is easy. It was—I've had a lot of shit points, but my life is excellent now, and
0: it's because of the arts. Can you remember what the serious point you were trying to make that got the big laugh was?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because I thought it because it was such a horrible point in my life. Right. I was 24, and. I had never been paid for a, an acting job ever uh-huh. and I'd been acting since I was seven or going to acting classes since I was seven and um, and I kept going, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and writing things and doing amateur productions, couldn't get an agent, like just couldn't get anything to save myself and I, I took a breath in the speech like <laughs> thinking... Oh, here we go. Get the hankies ready, we we team.
0: You guys see Dead Poets Society? Well, that's fucking nothing compared to what's about to happen. Just you guys want to stand st- on your desk? Get ready.
1: I am your captain. <laughs> I am your captain. And, um, and I said, it got to the point where I had to sit down and have a conversation with myself. And I had to say, Felicity, if you want to be an actor, are you willing to be a waitress for the rest
0: of your life?
1: And that is the question. Right. And, which and they was. Laugh and they piss themselves I can see
0: why though that's that's like I mean that is funny it's it's a it's funny truth yeah like it works because
1: yeah but you
0: do have that.
1: And I was a waitress, like I was cliche. I was I'm really good at making coffee, by the way. Um, that's why
0: uh, that's the stuff. it doesn't work if it doesn't work out here in uh, the UK.
1: <laughs> I the other the other day I went to this festival in um, in Wales and I was at the train station, I got there really early, huh. and they were slammed. Like they had an espresso machine, they weren't they were they were just understaffed and yep. overwhelmed. And I get this compulsion still Just step in? I want to go. Do you reckon that's offensive? Would that be offensive? Oh, oh, they wouldn't let
0: you, but... Do you
1: reckon, you reckon once they would let me?
0: I mean, I... Here's the thing. All oh, right. I'd like to think I'm the person who would ask. <laughs> but in real, in real life, I'm not sure I would. But I think that, that it would be, a be... Like, there would probably be one some places where if you just did that, they would think it was fantastic. And then there'd be other places that'd be like, okay, I'm, you can't...
1: I can't deal... I don't think I could deal with that. them going, what? What are you talking about? Are you mentally ill? <laughs> like, that's that's what I'm afraid of. Right.
0: Well, I mean, it might come across like that. But in
1: my head, Greatest American Hero is playing, you know? Right. And I'm like, I got this one, guys. What do you need? They're like, Restretto I'm like, not even a fucking problem. I'm all over that. I can work three groups at the same time. And you're using a big, you don't need a big milk jug. Use a little one. Oh, this is the f-
0: Yeah, I got this, guys. I
1: got it. I got this on lock. I'm remember, sorry.
0: remember the time she came to town and shot us all. Oh my God, that was a I'm, great I'm time. I'm going to go
1: back to Wales and there'll be like a plaque on the train station yeah. of the time, of uh, that day, where she nailed it. She <laughs> nailed peak hour coffee.
0: All right, we have to finish up uh, right. so that you know we can eat some food before my gig tonight. Uh, what other things? Where can people find out what you're doing?
1: I'm doing so. Oh well, you can go. Oh look, I've been saying this for weeks that you can go to my website, check out my dates. I was supposed to do it this afternoon, then I forgot we had this podcast. Okay. I haven't put all the dates up, but I'm doing um, Soho. That's the. Okay, brilliant. So I'm doing that the 20th, 21st, 22nd of I'm June. Real? So Perfect. that's in a couple of weeks. I'm doing Edinburgh. My show is called Irregardless. I'll be doing previews of that around the town. Great. And I'll be doing. Um, yeah, I will. I promise. I promise I'll update my website with my gigs um, or the Facebook page. I usually do a little plug of where I'm going to be too. And also uh,
0: write really nice things about Felicity on oh, iTunes God. when you write our podcast. No, you
1: don't because I'm not going to read that. I won't
0: read it. I'll read it though. You read it. I though. always read the reviews on iTunes. Okay. Just because you know what? It's a free fucking podcast. It costs me money. <laughs> so I'll get a little bit of joy out of people liking it. That's all I ask for. Do,
1: do they always like it? Uh, do you well, get do you get abuse or not really? I, I,
0: I'll give you the I can give you the stats in fact because it's easy enough for me to look at <laughs> iTunes here uh, on my computer. Not we'll, that you were
1: just looking at before you came no, in. No, no, I wasn't. Refresh. But I was watching
0: Breaking Bad, which oh. is also on iTunes. <laughs> so. Okay? Uh, Anyway, no, I don't think it's going to come up. But it's mostly positive. People people are very lovely. They mostly leave very good reviews. And if you're the sort of person who listens to a free podcast and then goes on iTunes and leaves a lukewarm review, yeah. take a fucking look at your own life.
1: Yeah, go for a jog. And Get then some walk fresh air. into a fucking ocean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate.